This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I hope that everybody who celebrated um, Thanksgiving had some time off. You were able to spend time with your friends and your family. I hope you guys had a fantastic holiday. It's Monday, so y'all are like headed back to work. I know some of y'all are just like, Lord, why? (laughs) But um, that's why last week's episode was important, right? We talked about changing your words. So I hope you guys are applying some of the things that you learned last week as you return to jobs that you may not want to be at, or you know that God has more for you. Just use what we talked about in the last episode and really speak to those situations and don't allow your circumstances to take your faith away from what God said, right? Don't focus on what you see, focus on what he said. Now, getting into today's episode, oh, before we get into that, shout out to everybody who completed the 21-day social media fast. We relaunched the society and we started by doing a social media fast, which was free, of course, for everybody who joined. And then those who wanted to stay in the society had the opportunity to uh, roll over into our paid membership group where we are teaching women just how to grow in all areas of your life. Kavaya talks a lot about faith and I talk a lot about the business and just building businesses and brands that reach the masses as well as make money. And um, for any of you guys, if you missed the 21 day fast, but you still want to check out the society and see what we're all about and what we're doing in there, you can just go to blessedandbossedup.com slash community and sign up for a two week free trial. So we do two weeks for free for you to browse around, see what we're doing, tune into a couple of our live streams um, and all the other things that we offer in there. So definitely take advantage of that. Again, it's blessedandbossedup.com slash community. All right, let's get into today's episode. We're not even going to spend too much time on the church announcements, y'all, because I really want to hop into it. We got some questions that we're going to answer today. So I want to make sure just the intro or the um, meat of the podcast, we actually cover everything that we're supposed to cover today. The title of today's episode is New Levels in 2020. Now, that's pretty generic. You may think I'm going to be talking about business. I may be talking about personal development, but I want to talk about new spiritual levels in 2020. I believe that and I've experienced just as I've committed my life to God. I told you guys about that last week that I was so serious in my closet when I told God if he light a fire on the inside of me for him that I will never turn back. And ever since then, I've been fully committed to his will and the plans that he has for me. And ever since doing that, life has not been perfect by any means. I mean, it's been like a lot, a lot of stuff that has happened since I made that decision. But there's just a level of peace, of joy, of fullness of just supernatural living um, that has come as a result of that decision. And y'all know I'm real 
really, really like honest on this show. I don't want to come on here and paint the picture that everything is going to be perfect, but there is a guarantee that everything is going to work out in your favor when you are following God and doing his will. So for today's episode, I really want to talk about getting to new spiritual levels in 2020. I've noticed like there's this wave going on, right? Let's, let's talk y'all. Let's let's just talk for a second. Let's talk for a second, right? Like it's just, it's this wave where God has become very marketable, uh, especially for entrepreneurs, um, where to say, to believe in God has become unclear in a sense where people, let me say that better. When people say God, you're not always talking about the same God, right? And then there's also this wave that it's it teeters on the line of preaching and motivational speaking in a sense to where we're getting pumped up, but our lifestyles in a sense aren't necessarily getting changed to the point where we're walking in the full manifestation of what God has for us as individuals, as well as us as a body of Christ. And I get really frustrated by this wave that I noticed because I like to compare it to, I, I love God, y'all. Like, seriously, if you can't tell, I genuinely, genuinely love God. And I love to see people free. I love to see how he moves in people's. I love the way God just really be doing whatever he wants. And it always be better than whatever we could figure out. Like, I just love God. So when I see people playing with God, I get mad. Like, it's the same way. Like if I love, let's say my family, right? Like I love my husband. Let's choose my, use my husband, for example. I love my husband, right? God just made this amazing man for me. And if I see, and my husband is a, is a giving person, right? He's just, BJ has just like the heart of gold for real. It's, it's so amazing how generous he is. Sometimes I'm like, bro, you need to stop because you do it a lot. But he, that's just how God made him. He has a huge heart. So when I see people trying to play him, I get, automatically defensive like hold on you're not about to to do that to so the same way I kind of buck up in the natural when it comes to people in my life that I love I'm the same way when I see people playing with my father like that you know what I'm saying God is my dad like and y'all playing with my dad out here in these streets and I get mad right <laughs> but <laughs> but I wanted to talk about new levels in 2020 because I believe that this is such a special time for the body of Christ I believe that this is a special time for those who have been um, faithful, for those who have been fighting the good fight of faith, for those who haven't been growing weary and wrongdoing, for those who have stayed committed to the course and committed to the things that God has told them to do when everything they saw told them that it wasn't working out. For those who have continued to change their language, they've changed their habits, they've done so much. I believe that this is just a really, really special time. And I want us, I don't want any of us to go into this new season, which honestly, God is not, um, what's the best way to say it? God is not subject or limited to our clocks and timelines, right? 2020 is not like, okay, God, now God is going, no, God can do something today, tomorrow, next week. He can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. So this isn't something that is limited to 2020. So I'm going to keep saying this new season because that season can start whenever. But I believe that this is a a particular season for the body of Christ. And and I I don't want any of us to miss it, right? Not only am I passionate about God, but I'm just passionate about his people. And I just love to see you guys' transformation and to read your stories and things like that. Um, so in today's episode, I'm going to go over four. Let me make sure it's four because I'll be like, it's four points and then say like five or three, right? But um, it's four, I believe. Yes, I'm looking at my notes. Yes, it's four points that I want to go over um, that's going to allow us to navigate and take full advantage of this new season that we're all um, moving into spiritually. So the first point is I want you guys to understand that this is a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle. And I didn't really understand this when I first got saved. And that's why I kind of, not kind of, but I went right back to doing what I was doing because I didn't understand how to live a lifestyle 
that was pleasing to God. When we're growing up and we're groomed and things like that, everything in the world is grooming us or telling us how we should act, how we should speak, what we should indulge in, right? Okay, you're 21 now, so you could drink. So now you want to turn up. And and when you're young, or let's say in the social media age, a lot of people coming up now, you feel like you got to put your life on the internet. Or if you're not getting a certain amount of likes or things, whether it's in your personal page or with your business, then that somehow equates to you not being good enough and it affects your self-esteem and all of these things, right? Or you may see, People doing things online and, and, and um, their life is so great. And if your life isn't looking like that, then you start comparing, right? There's so much that's going on in the world that conditions us to think, act, and feel a certain type of way. And we know that when we're when we are living our lives for God, we're not operating according to how the world has attempted to condition us. We have to operate on God, what God has said about us and how he says that we should live. But when I had got saved originally, instead of being handed some type of or or taught, not say handed, but instead of being taught how to live a lifestyle that was pleasing to God, I was instead given a handbook on what not to do, right? This Christian handbook of don't smoke, don't drink, don't have sex before marriage, don't um, lie, don't cheat, don't steal, don't kill, honor your mother and father. Like, it was all of these do like don'ts. It wasn't many do's. It was all like don'ts other than go to church on Sunday, pray. That's it. Right. And so I was giving this handbook and I'm like, well, how does that translate into me living a life that's pleasing to God? And it's also fulfilling um, in a lifestyle that I enjoy. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by Skillshare. Y'all know I love me some Skillshare. If y'all been to any of the events, I'm always talking about Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You could take classes on procrastination, video editing, photography, interior design, literally you name it, they've got it. Skillshare has been so helpful for me, even as I teach people how to create and monetize their shows, because a lot of the tech tutorials on how to edit that we go over are available in Skillshare. So they have, they have classes on like Adobe Audition, Audacity and stuff like that. So it gives me more time to focus on how to help people monetize. And then Skillshare has everything they need as far as like the logistics of editing and stuff goes. And I love just in general, whatever I need to learn more about, I can find it on Skillshare. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering blessed and bossed up listeners two whole months. That means whatever you need to know before 2020, go to Skillshare for unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash blessed. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash blessed to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. So for the last few years, I've really been learning and figuring out what this lifestyle looks like. Because when I first got saved, I was a teenager and I went right back into the world because I didn't really know how to live a life for God, like I said. But when I make that commitment in my closet a few years ago, here I am a full grown adult, right? I pay my own bills. I live on my own. Like I don't, I can very well choose the life that I live and I have a lot more control over it. So as I was trying to figure out like, what does this lifestyle look like? The one thing that I realized that was so key to maintaining and living a lifestyle that I am happy with, right? I love my life and my life is pleasing to God. Go figure, right? I never really was taught that that can be the same life. You know, that that can be one and the same, that you could live in a, live a life that is both pleasing to God and that you're happy with. And it sounds crazy, but, and maybe this may not be you guys' experience, but this was mine. Like I said, I was given this handbook of what not to do. I didn't really know. And, and everything that I was told to do was so contrary to everything I had been taught or I had done up until that point. I didn't really know like what this lifestyle consisted of. So it was hard to make that transition. And so I'm just now realizing like, man, I can be happy and wake up joyful and still live a life that's pleasing to God. I can't have fun and do things that I actually like and they not be a sin. <laughs> My grandma church ain't teach me that, right? But um, the key to living a lifestyle that's pleasing to God and that you enjoy is the switch in your priorities. 
And I mentioned this yesterday, not yesterday, but last week that I had to change my number one objective. And my number one objective has been to please God. And that's it. That's it. All I want to do is please God and not. And when I say all I want to do, I'm telling you, that's a desire of my heart. I am happy with God being pleased with me with ever since I've started living my life for him and doing my businesses God's way. Every time I'm at an event and I just always hear God say, I'm pleased or people will come up to me like, man, God is pleased with you or just looking at the room and the altar is full and I'm crying because I'm literally like, oh, my face. If y'all come to come to the tour or y'all come to any of the retreats, there's probably going to be a point in time where I'm on my face crying simply because I'm never going to not be in awe of what God does. Right. But my heart's desire is to please God. And so because that's what I generally want to do with my life. I am able to wake up every day and be happy and do that. Right. This lifestyle of of pleasing him makes me happy. And I believe that's a place where a lot of us need to get. And y'all know I'm big on honesty. We have to be honest with ourselves to say, you know what? My number one goal in life is not to please God. It's to get this coin, to secure this bag. It's to uh, make money for my family. It's to reach a certain level, like whatever it may be for you, it has to be switched in order for you to really be about this life. It has to be switched. This lifestyle is a lifestyle of pleasing God, not pleasing people. I promise you, people are so critical. Like people have joined things that I've done and sent me emails trying to criticize me. And I'm like, baby, I don't care what you got to say. Have you met me? I don't care what you got to say. I care about pleasing God. And and if God is pleased with me, I'm happy. You could keep, you could save all that that you got to say and all of this that you done, that these critiques that you have, I don't care about that. You, you can miss me as my, as my uh, spiritual Bob Talia would say, you can miss me with all of that. I don't care what you have to say. You know, people will always be critical of you, but are you pleasing God? And it's the most freeing thing in the world, especially on social media. And we're entrepreneurs. So we have to be online. Right. I mean, you don't have to be, but it will be wise of you to be online to in some capacity because it provides great opportunity for you. But with that is going to come criticism. And so a lot of us end up bound to what people think we end up in the comments responding and clapping back to folks or in our DMs responding to people or reading these, these critical emails of people trying to tear you down and you end up responding to it or it impacts what you do. And that's not how, that ain't, no, that ain't a part of this life. This life is pleasing God. And when you do that, you get free of so much else, so many other things and and so much of the people bondage and being worried about the success or the numbers and things like that. Once you adopt the mentality that pleasing God is the only objective, things will start to change, right? Another integral part of this lifestyle is prayer and fasting. When I tell you, when God shared with me that business and faith didn't have to be separate, that if I made him the CEO, that he will do way more than I could have come up with. When I really made that a part of my life, my mind was blown. My mind was absolutely blown because not only was I getting the satisfaction of pleasing God, but I began to see my business change, my numbers increase, the impact I'm making um, go up a notch, the, the reach of this podcast go to whole new levels that I couldn't have done. I couldn't have created a marketing strategy for that. I'm smart. I got an MBA, a digital marketing certification. I'm very, very smart. But the things that God has been able to do with me are way beyond whatever my qualifications on paper are. I, I remember the other day, I was, I woke up and I felt this strong need to go and get my notebook and sit before God. I was, I knew, so what happened was I woke up feeling that way, but at the same time, like I had a lot to do. Like I'm, y'all know we just moved into our house. So we still got stuff to unpack. Um, we still got furniture being delivered and it was just a bunch of stuff happening. Right. 
And so I kind of got lost in the sauce of like emails. I started checking my emails when I first woke up. And so I'm responding to all these emails. There's all this going on. So somebody in my, um, who attended the retreat, we're in like this group B message. And so they communicate with each other and I like hop in here and there, but they also have access to me. Like it's on my phone. So it's kind of like sending me a text message. And so she texted me and was like, um, Hey, I was praying for everybody in the group, just going through the names in the group me. I mean, of course yours was up there. And so I believe that God is trying to give you some strategies today. Like, forgive me if I'm overstepping, but I feel like God is trying to give you some strategies. And I was like, you know what? (laughs) I had this, I knew it by heart when I woke up this morning that I needed to go into my little war room, which is now our guest room. Shout out to anybody who stay over here because a lot of prayer that be happening in this room. (laughs) Y'all gonna be sleeping in in the glory, okay? But anyway, so um, I go into the room and um, I'm like, all right, I'm about to just do this right now because God's clearly seen me get caught up in everything that I got going on. So I'm about to drop everything go. So I got excited. I got my worship music on, my instrumentals playing. I made me some coffee. I got my, my journal and I just start sitting and praying. I'm um, praying in tongues, speaking in tongues before just to clear my mind and to really get set to hear from God uh, and to get my mind off of everything that I was working on prior to having this, this business meeting with God, you can call it. Um, so I'm just speaking in tongues and I'm clearing my mind. Y'all, listen. So I'm like, God, what are you what are you trying to show me? And God gave me this blueprint for 2020 that was so smart, <laughs> like on so many levels. And I know that God is getting ready to God has already just done so much with me. And I promise y'all, like, that's why I'm always crying. Like, God has already done so much with me. And I know that he's just getting started. And so, um, I, and I know that there are some really big things coming from me and I'm just down for whatever at this point. Like God has done so much for me already. Like I'm just forever grateful. But he just gave me this blueprint, this strategy that was just so clear. And I'm the type of person where I like structure. And so I feel like for a long time, I've been kind of, especially the last couple of years, I've just been doing whatever God told me to do. But there are some foundational things that I knew I, I wanted to clean up, but I, I was way, I just didn't know how to do it in a way that would fit God's plan. And so that was actually one of my prayer points. And before I could even set up my own business session with God to sit down with him, um, he had already was like, I got it for you. And once I sat in his presence, he gave it to me and it was so perfect. It incorporated my husband and some of our prayers for him. And it was just, it was just so fantastic. Um, and I just know, like I said, I already, God has already done so much for me and I know he has so much more, but the instruction that he gave me was so strategic. It's going to allow me to multiply like never before and handle the, the mantle and increase uh, assignments that he gives me like never before. So I'm, I'm, I'm hype y'all. So point is I'm hype, but that comes from having a lifestyle of wanting to please God, a lifestyle of uh, being sensitive to his voice and knowing when God needs my attention right then and there. And then God being so gracious, having people around me who could be like, Hey, God wants to give you some strategy. If I'm getting distracted, being able to reach me even through somebody else to say, no, go sit down right now because there's some things that I want to give you. So again, having this lifestyle, you guys, it's a lifestyle of spending time with God. It's a lifestyle of praying and fasting. I spent a year fasting every single week from food, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And during that time was so critical in me being able to handle the assignments that God revealed to me after that, that period, as well as to be able to um, just continue to push through the journey. Because like we say all the time, it's not easy all the time. It's not all, all roses and rainbows and clouds like people try to try to paint this picture for you. But the thing about God is he's going to give you peace throughout all of it. And he's going to protect you throughout all of it. But it's through prayer. It's through fasting. It's through uh, having a, one assignment, which is to please God. And um, it's through spending time with him that your faith is going to increase, that your spiritual life is going to increase. So as we enter into this new season, you guys, the first thing that you have to understand is that it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that surpasses going to church on Sundays and going to Bible study during a week. It's a lifestyle that is every single day that's meditating on the word day and night, that's sitting in his presence. It's worshiping him. It's a lifestyle, y'all. If you look up the word lifestyle, it means the way in which a person or a group lives. 
So you have to live in a place or in a manner that brings honor and glory to God every day. Not when things go awry and now you want to pray because you're trying to get out of a bind. Not when you do things your own way and you've been ignoring Holy Spirit's word. No, it is a lifestyle of always, always doing what he has called you to do. And it's, and again, remember last week we say we don't have to be perfect, but also give your, don't give yourself excuses. Give yourself grace without giving yourself excuses. This is a continuation of last week, you guys. So that was point number one. If you are going to handle this season that God has for you, that he has for us, is you have to understand that this is a lifestyle and commit to it. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by Simple Health. Simple Health is all about care that fits your life, making birth control simple, convenient, and affordable with online prescriptions and free home delivery. Whether you're brand new to birth control or just tired of dealing with renewals and pharmacies, Simple Health will take care of you. Just fill out an online health profile, a doctor reviews that you're a good candidate for birth control, and writes a prescription. You can pick the birth control you want or have a doctor recommend the best one for you. Then your birth control ships to your door monthly, no interruptions. It's free with most insurance plans and starts at $15 a month without insurance. A better way to get birth control is finally here. I remember, as you guys know, I got married uh, legally six months before my wedding. And so during that six month time period, I was like very, very strict about getting on birth control because I didn't want to get pregnant and not be able to fit my dress and it just all be (laughs) downhill from there. Right. So uh, getting birth control was such a hassle because I already had a super long to do list as I'm preparing for our wedding. And then I had to add in going to the doctors, get the prescription, dealing with getting it filled and all of these other things. I personally wish that I had Simple Health as an option back then when I really needed it. Don't miss your chance to try Simple Health for free with my code by going to simplehealth.com slash blessed or entering code blessed at checkout. Now remember, Simple Health is not a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor, you guys. Still go see your OB, but definitely check out Simple Health for all of your birth control needs. Again, try Simple Health for free with my code by going to simplehealth.com slash blessed or entering code blessed at checkout. One more time, simplehealth.com slash blessed or enter blessed at checkout. Let's get back to the show. Okay, point number two is... We have to be doers of the word. James 1, 22 through 25, I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. It says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and you forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, God will bless you for doing it. Now, this goes into lifestyle, you guys, in order for you to know what that lifestyle looks like and in order for you to act out this lifestyle and to see um, God's blessing, because it says at the end, like then it says, if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for it. So if you want to see these things in your life, you have to be doers of the word. And in order for you to be a doer of the word, you have to comprehend the word in order for you to comprehend the word. You got to actually study it. Right. I believe there are so many there are so many um, ways for us to access information. Right. We can Google anything. We can watch a sermon on things. We can look things up really quick because there are so many resources out there. I think it hinders us in a sense. Right. Technology is such a beautiful thing because it does gives us access to more tools and information but it's not to substitute the work of you actually sitting down and studying the word. I believe too many people like to settle at the excuse of, I don't understand. I can't read the Bible because I don't understand it. There are literally so many translations, you know? And so that's an excuse that we're not taking into this new season. You cannot go into what God has for you and not even know his word. It's going to eat you alive. And Deuteronomy, I forgot where, I think it's in, uh, I'm not even going to say it because I forgot where, but in Deuteronomy, he talks about that, um, 
I'm when I take you to the land that I swore to your ancestors, I'm going to drive out seven nations that are more stronger and numerous than you. It's something like that. But what that tells me is, as I was studying that is, is the places that God is taking me while these are the things that he has for me, they are great platforms and great blessings. But if he drove out seven nations that were stronger and more numerous than me, that means there are going to still be some remnants and some things I'm going to have to fight at that level. And that's why it's important to not, um, overlook or downplay the level that you're at right now or the waiting season or as you're waiting for or in that preparation stage where God is preparing you for what he has for you it's important that we don't skip over that because it's the tools that we learn in that season that's going to allow us to be successful in the in the place that he has for us as men and women of God it is our job to stand out to be set apart and a part of being doers of the word is it allows us to be set apart. And if you don't understand the word, you're going to easily conform to your surroundings. Like with all of this, we talk about all of the witchcraft and the new age things going on in entrepreneurs, uh, in entrepreneurship. And there are so many people who say that they're Christian and they know God and they're conforming to these things. And you're conforming to it is because you don't understand what the word says and you, and why this, these things are not of God. And the reason why you don't understand is because you aren't studying the word. I mean, look around you guys. There are so many misinformed Christians because we're relying on third parties to tell us what the word of God says, as opposed to sitting down with our Bibles, sitting in God's presence and studying his word. You cannot be a doer of something that you don't fully understand. And you're not going to last at this level that God has for you. If you do not become a doer of the word, I did a message on when the weight is or when the weight is self-imposed in Atlanta. And then I put it on the podcast. That's another way that the weight is self-imposed because God is trying to protect you from yourself. Because if he gave you the things that you're praying for, and you haven't taken the time to really prepare and to understand his word, and to be a doer of the word, it will destroy you if he gave you what he's asked, what you're asking for. So in a way he's protecting you, but at the same time, in order for you to graduate to what he has for you in this new season, you have to become a doer of the word. You have to study. So we need to stop making excuses and start studying you guys. The same way if you are taking a new subject in school, You will sit down and you will read the book. If reading the book is not helping, you find supplemental materials to help you further understand the text. If you have good people with um, the spiritual gift of, of teaching over their lives, you can go to them. A lot of pastors are great teachers. You can go to them to help you further understand, or you could use things like BibleStudiesTool.com. The concordance, the Bible concordance is great at defining a lot of the words that are in the Bible that we don't understand. Of course, having a great study Bible helps Um, using, I like, um, what are they called? Oh, the Bible Project. They are really great. They're on YouTube. They do a lot of videos and things to help further expand upon the text that you're reading. BibleGateway.com is great. These are all resources that you could use to help you study the material. And unfortunately, there's no, like the same way you're in school, like you don't take the test as far as a written exam is concerned and somebody is giving you the grade. Life becomes your test. And how you handle situations and how you handle different um, things that may come your way, that's going to improve how, how you really understand the word. What your lifestyle looks like is going to prove or, get, or give you that grade on how you're applying what you've learned in your study time. But again, you guys, you're, we're not going to be able to last in this new season if we are not doers of the word. So I need you guys not make this a 2020 goal. We're not, we're not subscribing to that. We're not waiting another 30 days or so to start doing something. We're going to do it right now. We don't even know if we're promised tomorrow. So we're not going to waste another second not being or not fully comprehending God's word. And it's, you're not going to understand the Bible is huge. There's so much in it. And you're probably going to get a different revelation every time you read it. But there, it's not for you to say by tomorrow, I'm going to read the whole thing. But really make a commitment to study. That's it. Commit to studying. And as you comprehend, you'll see your lifestyle change. You'll see your demeanor change. You'll see how you approach situations differently. 
And you'll be able to then see how you could better handle the things that God has for you and how you won't blow it. One of my biggest fears and something that really drives me and keeps me on my face is I don't want to blow it. I don't want God to put me somewhere and then take it all away from me because my head got big. No, baby. uh -uh. No, (laughs) I'm going to stay on my face because I'm not blowing this because I will not disappoint God. So the same thing for you guys, be a, a studier, a comprehender, a doer of the word. So that you could ultimately fulfill who he saw when he before he formed you in your mother's womb. So that was point number two. Point number three. Learn how to follow the cloud. And what I mean by that is in back in Exodus, when God rescued the people of Israel from slavery, as they were making their journey over to the promised land, they followed the cloud. Right. That's how they, that's how God, they knew God was moving. The cloud lifted and it went and they followed and wherever it settled is where they settled. So you guys in this new season, you're going to have to learn how to follow the cloud. You're going to have to know when God's presence has left somewhere, when God's hand is not on something anymore. And you have to know how to follow that. I think about, um, I recently left a church this year And, um, wasn't no big drama, you know, God bless no big drama, but I noticed that the cloud had left and I follow God. There's too many people attached to me for me to be out here playing and for me to be out here sitting under anybody. I don't play about the business of God and I don't play about God's people because God don't play about his people. So I'm going to treat his people with love and respect and kindness. And I'm going to respect the people that are attached to me enough to make sure I'm not under anything that God's hand isn't on. And so I had to leave the situation because I recognized that God was not there anymore. And I had to, and it's not the easiest thing to do because of course people ask questions, people have things to say, you get backlash and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we have to know how to follow the cloud. There are people who I used to watch online and things like that. And I remember like, it's been a while since I really watched sermons like that. I don't watch too many sermons. I kind of just open up my Bible because I speak so much. I don't want to be a a melting pot of everybody's favorite preachers or my favorite preachers. Like that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and I'm trying to learn and comprehend as best as I can the Bible and then apply that to my life. Um, So again, I don't listen to many sermons, but when I did, I remember I came across one recently and it's been a while since I've listened to anybody like that. And I was looking at this uh, preacher. I was like, something is different. Like, God, what happened? There used to, God's glory used to be all over this. The cloud then left. But a lot of people I notice and aren't really able to or aren't deep enough, I guess, or don't have a level of discerning the spirits enough to know and be able to recognize that. And that's why I wanted to talk about that on here because you have to not only be able to know when God's presence is somewhere, but you have to know when God's presence is has left. Don't allow yourself to sit under anything that God is God's hand is not in. And it sometimes it's tricky, and this is a hard point to explain because sometimes it's tricky and so, something or someone may be going doing all of the things that outwardly look right. You know, they may be doing all the good works and deeds in the community. Um, They may be nice. They may be, um, uh, from what you could tell, very caring or generous or people and things like that, good people and things like that. But God's presence, the cloud, is not there anymore. And so that is really, really tough to to discern sometimes. And that's why it's so important. The first two points are so important is to have a lifestyle Um, of of dwelling in God's presence for yourself and things. And then also understanding and comprehending the word. So that way you'll be more equipped 
And, and as you do that, God will begin to um, show you your spiritual gifts and you'll be able to be better at discerning the spirit. So as you go into these new places that he has for you, because I do believe that there are a lot of people who listen to the show that are called and that are chosen and that God is going to put on mantles, I mean, on platforms. And there are various mantles that are on you guys' life. Like, I don't think that it's a lot of regular degulars listening to this podcast. I believe that there are some, there are most of the people who listen to this podcast are very special people. And I know because I meet a lot of y'all in person, especially this year at these events, like a lot of you guys are very, very powerful. And so it is so important that you're able to, or that you are so in tune with the Holy Spirit that you know where God is and where he isn't. And you get out of the places that he, he is not and follow where he's leading you. Now, there may be circumstances where God may have you on assignment and stuff like that. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm just saying in general, follow the cloud. Okay, so we're coming up on time. I'm going to do this last point. We're not going to be able to answer questions. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Maybe next week, but I have to finish this. Point number four is don't allow yourself to be spiritually manipulated. We are not going into a new season where we're being spiritually manipulated, you guys. I went to a church yesterday. Um, so I don't have a church home right now. I kind of go and visit different places. I, and if I'm being honest, I got frustrated at first because it was really, really hard finding a, a church in my area that really appeals to the different aspects of me, right? Like not only do I want a place that of course meets all the requirements of the cloud, God's presence being there, being biblically um, rooted, you know, good people, like all of that stuff. But also like the subject matter matters to me too. I'm an entrepreneur. If everybody is always talking about a job and a bonus and somebody's boss, it's hard for me to really connect with that because that's not my life. So it's been really hard to find somewhere. And so my husband and I kind of bounce around and a lot of you guys recommend places to me and I do visit some of the uh, places, but we haven't found anywhere that is for us. And so we visited somewhere different yesterday. And it's been a while since we visited somewhere new. We visited somewhere yesterday. And y'all, I was in that place cracking up. And I was cracking up because I didn't grow up in church, as y'all know. But whenever I get around like churchy environments where it's a lot of hooping and hollering with no real power, I it just cracks me up. Cause like the pastor will say something like, open the door. Everybody be like, wow, he said, open the door. I'll be like, he didn't say nothing profound. Like my man said to open the back door and y'all are like, wow, my, 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 like what? So I'm in this joint and my head cracking up right and so but I'm sitting here so we go through all of the all of the service and the pastor comes up and preaches he didn't give one scripture like nothing about the sermon was biblically based it was this whole motivational ish speech about friendships in your circle was pretty much what he was talking about and how to identify different things in your circle but it was no Bible, none like, and then the scriptures that he, he did reference, it reminded me of like, it seemed like he Googled scripture about, and then just picked a couple and mouthed them off. Like it wasn't no real Bible teaching. And I'm sitting there confused because everybody is hooping and hollering and everybody has given all of this feedback. And I'm like, and my husband and I got in the car and my husband was like, yo, that man ain't talk nothing about no Bible. I was like, I knew I wasn't tripping because I didn't say anything to him. And then, um, and he had said something else um, as he was preaching. He was saying about, what did he say? He said, he brought up like a couple social media things. Like he pulled up a tweet and he pulled up like a Facebook post. And he was saying how like when he was in his study time, he saw these things. So I'm like, well, baby, how, if you in your study time, how you on Twitter? If you're in your, in your study time, how are you picking out Facebook posts? Like, I don't understand. So I'm sitting there like, I'm looking around like, y'all are okay with this? And I think my frustration, I was chuckling in my head because it was just 
mind-boggling to me but then I was also a little bit frustrated because I'm like well what's going on to where this is acceptable you know and I don't I don't know I'm not a pastor I don't want to be God usually puts me in positions I don't want to be in but I really don't want that that life but so I don't know maybe that's a plight that I don't personally understand but what I do know is I when I am in a place of God and I'm sitting under anybody to be taught, I want to be taught the word. I want to be taught the scripture. I want to leave with scriptures like, oh, I want to study that in my own time to get a deeper understanding of that. But I believe that a lot of us are sitting in places and um, listening to people and things that are just spiritually manipulating us. Like even in business, there are so many people who use God as a marketing tool seriously like and for me I'm really really big on like when God had me coming into this arena of merging faith and business what frustrated me the most is I was like God I don't want people putting me into a box I am not anybody's pastor I have not been ordained as anything fivefold ministry I'm just somebody that you told to speak and I decided to speak I am an entrepreneur. I have a master's in business. I am a business person. That is my thing. That is my comfort zone. That is what I enjoy. That is what I love. I don't want anybody putting me in a box to where because I have a gift of being able to speak and because you're, you do so much through me, I don't want to be put into a box. And that was my biggest frustration. Um, and, and so And then even with that, though, I've seen like in entrepreneurship, a lot of people are using God as a marketing tool. And it's so funny because Jessica, the host of the Fashionpreneur Diaries that is executive produced by Anchor Media, um, she I was editing her episode the other day and the episode came out today, Monday. So go check it out. And she had a guest on there and she, they were talking. It's a really, really great episode. Y'all go listen. But she was saying how she sat down with somebody in her industry and the person uses God a lot in their marketing. And she was like, God told her to just go sit down with that person. And so she sat down with that person. And as they were talking, they really wasn't about that life. You know, Jessica was asking like, well, do you tithe? Like, what's your, your, how do you spend time with God? Like, what's that like? And things like that. Just talking to her about faith. And the girl was just like, not really about the lifestyle. And she, Jessica was saying how she just believed that God would wanted to really show her how there are a lot of people who are using his name, but aren't really about that life. This episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. When I think about Stamps.com, I always wonder who in the world still goes to the post office and why do you even want those problems? Stamps.com brings the post office right to you. No need to interrupt your workday to fight traffic. No need to stop what you're doing in your business to get to the post office, especially now during the holidays when it's a lot of traffic because people are traveling and the post office is just extra busy with people sending holiday cards and gifts. With Stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder why over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at this post office this year. Sign up for Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. With my promo code BLESSED, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BLESSED. That's stamps.com. Enter BLESSED. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Let's finish off the show. And so um, this actually makes me think of the scripture, because if we going back to being spiritually manipulated, I want you guys to have some scriptural foundations so that you could be able to spot somebody who isn't really about that life or somebody who says that they love God and they, their heart is far from him or somebody who is using his name for marketing and you're buying into it because you think that they are on the same page as you and they're not. Um, it made me think about Matthew, Matthew 7. 
Matthew 7, 15 through 20. And I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. It says, beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit. And a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, you can identify a tree by its fruit. So you can identify people by their actions. So you guys, as you are positioning yourselves to be influenced in any way, um, spiritually influenced in any type of way, start paying attention to people's fruit. That like the scripture says, a good tree cannot produce bad fruit. So if people are in fruit is not money, it's not always just money, you guys, because there are a lot of successful people whose hearts are far from God. It's a lot of rich people whose, whose hearts are far from God. But fruit is their character. It's how they act. It's the quality of the way they do business. It's how they treat people. It's the little, th it's all of these things put together. So start paying attention to people's fruit. Like people who have who've come to the tour or any live event that we do, they always are just so amazed because they don't, they never expect what happens. Every event, every tour that we did, the retreat that we did, it was like the Holy Spirit just blew everybody's mind. And so people were just like so in awe. And I'm like, it's only because this is just a representation of my life when y'all not around. This is what is happening here is happening because of me praying over the room before y'all get here, putting my oil on the doorpost before y'all get here, declaring and decreeing things before y'all get here, fasting on your behalf before you get here, being on my face about every single detail before you get here. And so a lot of people may look at the things that, that we're doing over here and being like, oh my gosh, you have so many great things going on. That is only because of God. And it is only because of the lifestyle that I've created of prayer, of fasting, of staying in his presence, of always being on my face, of not playing with God's people. That is only because of that and nothing else. You will never see me. Uh, I was about to say size. That's a DC DMV term, but you'll never see me hype myself up. Um, but and saying that Tatum did something, man, to please, I'm telling you, I might've been all right if I was doing this by myself, nowhere near where I am right now. This is all God. And so for any of you guys, as you are positioning yourselves in any way to, like I said, to be spiritually influenced, make sure that they're not manipulating you. Another great way to tell is, are they directing you to themselves or are they directing you to God? If somebody is not ultimately sending you back to the father, they're building an altar for themselves and they're not building um, and they're not doing what they're doing for the glory of God. That is a key differentiator. That is a key differentiator. If somebody is always getting, if somebody is always pointing you back to themselves in some type of way, there are so many people out here that are building altars for themselves and are not giving glory to God. And it, it, it drives me bananas. You have to make sure that whoever you position yourself under, especially as you get into this new season, make sure that those who are you are letting in your ear gate and your eye gate are pointing you back to the Lord. I had somebody who was so mad at me because of the way I answered their question on this podcast. And shout out to you, girl, if you listening. But uh, she later forgave me, though. <laughs> but she I had answered her question on the show and, and she had. She asked the question. Somehow I didn't see the email or however she sent it to me. It might have been a DM. Um, and then I didn't answer it. And so then she messaged me back, reminding me of it months prior. She said that she prayed about it, but she wanted to hear what I had to say. And so I got on the show and I pretty much said, um, thank you for your question. I'm specifically not going to answer the question because you told me you prayed about it and you still want to hear what I have to say. Now you're putting me in a position I don't need to be in. So I'm intentionally not going to answer that. I'm going to tell you to continue to pray fast and seek God on it. Long story short, that was it. She sent me a message, y'all. She was so mad at me. And she was like, she was just saying like, she was just, she felt, um, I'm paraphrasing. She felt disrespected. Um, she was definitely offended and things like that. But she said that she later got it. 
And I was like, well, I'm so glad. I didn't even know. Of course, I didn't know she was mad, but I'm like, you know, I'm glad that you got it because it isn't my intention to hurt anybody's feelings. It isn't my intention to um, shut anybody down in any type of way, but it's my responsibility to always point you back to the father. And if I ever get off of that, then there's a problem on my end. I am never going to let you make me God. It's not going to happen. And too many of us are making people God. We think our next opportunity is coming from somebody and not him. We think that our next paycheck is coming from a client and not from him. There's a level of freedom that you operate in in your business when you know that it all comes from the father. And for as long as you continue to live a lifestyle that is pleasing to him, that he will provide and he will, well, he'll provide for you regardless. But there's some special things and promises um, and rewards for your obedience. And so, again, you guys do not go into this new season. Do not go into this new season. And allow anybody to spiritually manipulate you. And another way, and this is, I'm going to finish off with this. Another way that people spiritually manipulate us is by tradition. And I've learned this because God has called me to do things in some very unorthodox ways. I'm on a podcast, for goodness sake. Most um, faith-based podcasts are sermons. Now, this may sound like a sermon. This ain't no sermon, y'all. I told y'all I'm regular. I'm just be talking and doing, saying whatever God tells me to say. But most of them are sermons or most business podcasts are specifically about business and growing your business and all of this stuff. But God called me to merge faith and business and to talk about the journey and, and to talk about how they're, one in the, how they're one in the same and how he wants to bless these businesses that we're building. And so this is unorthodox. What I'm doing right now is unorthodox. God called me to do a fast for 21 days for women um, in our community. 500 women, 21 days. It was unorthodox. It wasn't in a traditional manner. There's, what he has us doing is not things that we've seen before. We're doing podcast retreats where we're helping people of God build platforms and teaching them the important business skills and marketing and branding and finance skills that they need to make their show successful this is unorthodox. Where do you go to? And if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a story of some of like the reactions and, and the things that happened at our retreat. It's unorthodox to go to a business event for, for three, four day business event and leave free and leave delivered and have people laying hands on you and have us praying, have us totally interrupt a whole um, schedule of events for you because God says so. That does not happen anywhere. That's unorthodox. But I believe that God is doing things in unorthodox ways because he's trying to get us out of what we were used to and get us back to acts, get us back to the foundation. And a scripture that comes to mind is Matthew 15. And I'm going to read this verses one through six. And this is in a new living translation as well. Um, starting at verse 15, it says, then some Pharisees and teachers of the law came to Jesus from Jerusalem and asked, why do, you, why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? They don't wash their hands before they eat. Jesus replied, and why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? Jesus was a gangster, y'all. <laughs> but he said, and why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God says, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses their father or mother is to be put to death. But you say that if anyone declares that what might have been used to help their father or mother is devoted to God, they are not to honor their father or mother with it. Thus, you nullify the word of God for the sake of your tradition. You hypocrites. Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. Jesus called the crowd to him and said, listen and understand what goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth is what defiles them. Then the disciples came to him and asked, do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this? He replied, every plant that my heavenly father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots. Lead them. They are blind guides. And if the blind lead the blind, both will fall into a pit. Peter said, explain the parable to us. 
Are you still so dull? Jesus asked them. Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart and these defiles them. For, the, for out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false testimony, slander. These are what defile a person, but eating with unwashed hands does not defile them. I believe that this is a clear measuring stick that you could use to know if you're being spiritually manipulated. And remember, I said that a lot of people try to manipulate us because of traditions and God is causing us to be unorthodox. If a tradition or something that we've all, you know, especially in like the black community, we've heard and said things for so many centuries. We got all of these country sayings, my family from the South. So we got all the country sayings in the world and it becomes fact because it's just something that's been repeated over, over time. And I believe that that happens in spiritual spaces as well. Like a lot of things we just hear all the time and they might not even be in the Bible for real, but because we've heard them so much, we take them as fact. And so tradition is another way that people get manipulated. But Jesus was very clear here that your traditions go against the word of God. You asking me why my people don't wash their hands before they eat. Why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? Like, what you even talking about here? I, the command of God is not they need to wash their hands before they eat. You told them that. And you coming at me like, why they not doing what you say? You ain't even doing what I said because you're trying to keep up with your tradition. What? So again, you guys, this man, go read this joint for yourself because I thought it was gangster when I read it. But tradition keeps people bound as well. And so again, to bring this all home, we are going into new seasons. We as the body of Christ, as people of God, of people who are called to platforms, because y'all are some special people who listen to this podcast. You have to make sure that you are spiritually elevating in this new season and that you're spiritually elevating right now before the season even happens. Point number one, understand that it's a lifestyle that goes way beyond going to church, going to Bible study in church on Sundays. It's a day-to-day lifestyle. Point number two, we have to be doers of the word. And in order to be a doer, you have to comprehend the word. In order to comprehend the word, you have to study it. Open your Bibles and, and sit until you get it. Find whatever supplemental materials you need to understand the text. Point number three was learn how to follow the cloud. And then point number four was don't allow yourself to be spiritually manipulated. So that's it, you guys. Um, I'll answer questions next week if we have time, but I definitely had to finish this off. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. I love you guys and I will talk to you next week.